Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. you had a great weekend and a great Sunday. We have been going through the book of Colossians um, as a as a kind of daily, weekly devotional. And we're coming to the end of the book of Colossians. We're in chapter 4, going through uh, verses 7 to 15. And so, like I said, we're coming to an end, but I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into the text. Paul's writing um, his conclusions. He says this, Tychicus, a beloved brother, faithful minister, and fellow servant in the Lord, will tell you all the news about me. I'm sending him to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstance and comfort your hearts with Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will make known to you all things which are happening here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you with Mark, the cousin of Barabbas, whom you received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. Jesus, who is called Justice, these are my only fellow workers in the kingdom of God who are of the circumcision. They have proved to be a comfort to me. Epaphras is one of you, a bondservant of Christ, greets you always laboring fervently with you in prayers that he may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has a great zeal for you and those who are in Laodicea and those in Hierapolis. Luke, a beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Uh, Excuse me. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea and uh, Nymphus, and the church that is in his house. We can see from the Bible that Paul was passionate about sharing the gospel's message with everyone. He was willing to suffer and make sacrifices to spread the word of Christ, and he didn't do it alone. He worked closely with a team of co-workers, including Tychicus, Onesimus, uh, Aristarchus, Mark, and Luke. So I just want to go over some of the team members today. We'll start with uh, uh, Tychicus. Tychicus was a uh, figure um, mentioned several times in the New Testament as a companion and fellow worker of the Apostle Paul. He's described as a faithful minister, a beloved brother, and a fellow servant in the Lord. And Paul entrusts him with delivering letters to the Colossians, the Ephesians, uh, suggesting that Paul trusted him and that Tychicus uh, played a um, uh, an important role in in the early church. According to tradition, he was appointed as the bishop of Chalcedon, 
in the city of modern-day Turkey and was martyred for his faith. And so this led to him being held in high regard for uh, high regard rather by the early Christian community. Additionally, some early Christian writings suggest that Tychicus may have <coughs> Tychicus rather <coughs> may have been involved in translating and disseminating New Testament scriptures. Uh, this further emphasizes his importance to the early church and his role in spreading its message. His association with Paul and the trust that Paul placed in him to deliver important letters highlights his importance and his contributions to the development of the early Christian community. Well, next we have Onesimus. Onesimus is a figure mentioned in the New Testament of Philemon, and he was a slave who belonged to a Christian named Philemon who lived in Colossae, a modern day, um, that, that which is in modern day Turkey. According to the letter, Onesimus ran away from Philemon and fled to Rome where he met the Apostle Paul. Paul appears to have developed a close relationship with Onesimus during this time and he became a Christian under Paul's influence. In the letter to Philemon, Paul asks Philemon to welcome Onesimus back, not as a slave, but as a brother in Christ and to forgive him for running away. The exact circumstances of Onesimus' life after the letter to Philemon is unknown, but according to church tradition, he became a bishop and was eventually martyred for his faith. The story of Onesimus is significant because it sheds light on the challenges faced by Christian Christian slaves and their owners in the early church. It also demonstrates the gospel transformative power and how it can change the lives of individuals regardless of their social status. Additionally, it provides an example of forgiveness and reconciliation in a problematic situation. Although Onesimus is only briefly mentioned in the New Testament, his story has been a la- has had a lasting impact on the Christian faith, and it serves as a reminder of the importance of treating others with compassion, forgiveness, of love. And then we have um, uh, 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 Aristarchus. And Aristarchus was a Macedonian from um, Thessalonian and is described to described in the New Testament rather as traveling as a traveling companion and a fellow laborer of the Apostle Paul. So he's first mentioned in Acts 19, uh, verse 29, as Paul's companions during a riot in Ephesus, and later again he's mentioned in Acts 20 as one of the men who accompanied Paul on a journey from Greece to Jerusalem. He's also listed as a fellow prisoner of Paul in Colossians 4.10. So from these references, Aristarchus was a trusted associate of Paul and involved in many of his travels and missionary activities. The church tradition holds that Aristarchus continued to serve as a missionary after Paul's death and eventually became the bishop of Ampia in modern-day Syria. Aristarchus is an important figure in the New Testament because he provides insight into the relationship between early Christian leaders and their followers. His close association with Paul suggests that he was highly regarded as a fellow worker and supporter of the Apostle, and his later career as a bishop indicates that he continued to play an important role in the development of the early church. Now, Epaphras. Epaphras was a guy who appears a few times in the New Testament as a friend and co-worker of the Apostle Paul. People think he was initially from Colossae, as I said, a city in modern-day Turkey. Paul mentions Epaphras in his letter to the Colossians, saying he is a faithful minister of Christ who helped establish the church there 
and prayed for its members. In another letter, um, um, in, a, in another letter to Philemon, Paul also says that Epaphras was with him in Rome, possibly even as a fellow prisoner. So some scholars think that Epaphras continued to work as a missionary or a pastor in Pergia, where um, Col- uh, where Colossae was located. And after Paul's time there, Paul even calls him a servant of Christ, always praying for the people there. It seems like Epaphras was an important person in the early church, especially in that that, that particular reason. He worked closely, closely with Paul and was trusted by him to help establish new churches and, and strengthen the, uh, the existing ones. Well, Luke is a, a familiar. He's a well-known figure in the New Testament and early Christian uh, tradition. He was a physician, a companion of the Apostle Paul, and he was the author of the Gospel of Luke and Acts of the Apostles. Although we don't know all the details about, about his life, scholars think that he was likely born at Antioch, a major city in Rome, province of Syria and may have been a Greek or and may have been of Greek or Syrian descent. Luke is first mentioned in the New Testament as the beloved physician. In Colossians 4:14, according to tradition, he tradition, he traveled with Paul on his missionary journeys, providing medical care and other assistance to Paul and his companions. Luke is also believed to have authored the we sections of the book of Acts, which are described, which describes rather Paul's uh, travels in the first person plural. Luke's gospel provides details of the accounts of Jesus' life and teachings, and at the same time, the Acts of the Apostles chron- chronicles the early years of Christianity and the gospel spread throughout the Roman Empire. Luke's writings emphasize social justice, inclusion, and the role of the Holy Spirit in the church's life. Luke's example has inspired Christians throughout history to live out the gospel's values in their lives and in their communities. Now, have you ever heard of Demas? Demas is mentioned a few times in the New Testament as a co-worker and companion of the Apostle Paul. So Paul refers to Demas as a fellow laborer and one of his fellow workers in his letters in his letter to Colossian, Colossians and Philemon. However, in Paul's second letter to Timothy, he writes that Demas has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica because he was, quote, unquote, in love with this present world. It's unclear who Demon was, Demas <laughs> was exactly, and some scholars speculate that he may have been a Gentile converted to Christianity who joined Paul's missions. We know that Demas serves as an example of the challenges faced by early Christians as they tried to live out their faith in a world that often um, opposed their beliefs and values. The fact that he abandoned his faith for worldly pursuits is a cautionary tale for us all to stay fast, uh, to stay steadfast rather in our beliefs and resist the temptation um, of worldly pleasures. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up with talking about the value of teamwork. Paul valued teamwork and worked closely with trusted workers, including Tychicus, Onesimus, um, um, Aristarchus, and Epaphras to spread the gospel message. And as believers, uh, we also should work together as a community to share the good news of Jesus Christ and make a difference in this world. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. 
Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.